We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The baseball season is go, go, go. It's nonstop, relentless for every night, six straight months, and then hopefully another month in October. You also have work, friends, family, and a million other things going on. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. I mean, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Is there anything better than opening up your refrigerator after a long day, seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge? The answer is no, there's nothing better. That's why when it's time to chill, you choose Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So that's why when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show, episode 539. Scott, I want you to take a 30-second pause and just wait and decide what you want to say instead of just initially saying what's up to the people on the show, like Aaron Boone did last night, eighth inning in Baltimore. So just take a 30-second breather and then come back and and say what's up. I'm not going to take a 30-second breather because I don't let robots, you know, decide what happens here. I don't let process and, you know, the, the, um, the nerds tell me what to do when I see something that's so very clear in front of my face. There are so many problems with what happened last night that we had to come here and talk about this one game with the Baltimore Orioles <laughs> because it was a microcosm of what, the, what is wrong with this team. This yeah. team is insanely frustrating and... Uh, this today's episode really is going to be 
a a therapy session for for the things that just have to be said because it's so goddamn embarrassing what happened last night. Not starting starting the game with with Matt Harvey starting the the episode with Matt Harvey shutting down the New York Yankees. Matt Harvey, thirty two years old, 33, 30, might as well be forty years old. Yeah, Matt who, Harvey, whatever he was pitching the league last year, and the last time we saw him pitch with Anaheim, with the Angels. Dude, the dude quasi sucked. reinventing himself or claiming to reinvent himself with uh, you know, <laughs> hasn't gone into the sixth inning until last night, you know, throwing, throwing, making literally the Yankees made him look like Nolan Ryan. You know, this dude has like a heavy sinker that was apparently good from hearing post game. He did not look good. He looked, he looked pedestrian and mediocre. He was around the plate. He was, he was uh, giving That's them all you opportunities have to, do with the Yankees. to hit. Yeah. That's all you have to do with the Yankees. Be around the plate. They'll get themselves out. Are you surprised? Like when, when we did the Bob segment uh, on the Monday show and we talked about number of runs scored and you're like, you're so confident the Yankees are going to bash the brains out of the baseball in Baltimore. It's yes. like, why are you so confident in that? Look at this team. It's they're still not scoring, even though they did take three out of four in Cleveland. They're still not scoring. No, because one in the lineup point, things have good. to go back to normal, but let, at some point. Before we even do that, before we even get into any of that nonsense, the 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 eighth inning last night was a complete debacle. Yeah, that's just why a, we're here. The it was a complete debacle. Um, there were so many things that were wrong and and that that frustrated me. And you know, I wish the mailbag that came through uh, from from uh, Monday's episode about the things that the little things that annoy you now that you're watching this, like that. For, that's the first thing that went to my brain. And when I'm seeing Aaron Boone out there arguing with the umpires, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. I don't care what you're arguing about right now. Cause in the moment I wasn't totally sure what he was arguing about, but I just don't want to see you yelling about whatever it is you're yelling about, because that's not the root of the problem here. The root of the problem is a non-disciplined baseball team that goes out there and makes mental mistake after mental mistake after mental mistake and doesn't change their approach in anything that they do. It's mind numbing watching this team play. And it's sad to say that, but it is. It's painful to watch this team play. And when I see Aaron Boone out there yelling at the umpires, essentially placing blame on somebody else, because that's kind of what it is, right? Oh, it's yeah. a whiny little bitch going out there screaming at somebody. This is not, this is not savages in the box. This is not getting your your guys back and motivating the troops because you're yelling. You're just yelling because you're an asshole and you didn't do what was supposed to be done and, uh, you know, challenge a play immediately. But instead you're waiting to hear from all the freaking robotic people who are telling the, you know, playing a game of telephone to tell you to exactly what you saw in front of your own eyes, eighth inning, have a challenge, throw the goddamn flag or whatever, just tell them to initiate it. And all of this was started because your guy who was running with, with uh, with two outs, growing across second base, steamrolling into third base with a guy that has a good arm, knowingly, everybody knows that. The scouting report says that. They said it on the broadcast 97 times. It was a mistake. And instead of fixing these little problems that continuously happen over and over and over, we are arguing with the umpires based on something that you didn't do because you took too long. Is the whole system screwed up? Yes. The whole system screwed up. The, the replay system screwed up. The umpires are screwed up for he should never have said no. You have you you can't challenge it. It's dumb. There's no real time frame. It was in between innings. It didn't affect anything. Of course you challenge that play. But that's not the problem. The problem is this non-disciplined team and Aaron Boone using it as an opportunity to just get mad for no reason. And guess what? That if that motivates this team, that's not this team is a bunch of bullshit. Team. Yeah, if that <laughs> motivates this team, come on. 
No, because you don't get motivated because like you just said, the whole reason we're in this situation is because Aaron Judge failed to do just basic one-on-one fundamentals. The ball is hit in front of him in, in front left of field. You. You're watching the play. And you can see it. There's no benefit to use trying to stretch to third base. You're still in scoring position at second base. You just stay parked there and you pa- try and pass it to Glaber Torres as if he was going to do anything. The dude has two RBIs on the season. But yeah, so the, you're completely right. You don't get motivated after that because Aaron Judge ran them out of an inning. But Boone, you are 100% right. He is saying, he's basically saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. We were going to score there. We were going to tie the game if the umpires just let me challenge. And his comments after the game to Meredith. We're going to play them right here, and then you and I will react to them. Exactly what happened on that ejection? Um, <clears throat> Greg Gibson just came down from first base and um, and then ran out of, just said, apparently said we didn't have any time left when I went to challenge. And so they didn't let us challenge anything. Was there any consideration being that it was the eighth inning in a, a huge play of just challenging right away? I know that's oh, yeah. not typically oh, the yeah. way you do it, but yeah. Yeah. And that's what we ultimately I would have done, but I want to give Webby a chance to review because we know we got two plays to review there, give him that opportunity. And I never, cause I'm watching Mendy. So eventually if there's any indecision there, I'm going to go to that. And Gibson was just, you know, it, it seemed quick and I didn't hear him say now. Did did he say something to you upon further review? What do you mean? Did, did he motion to you for a decision or? Uh, he must have, but I must have been looking at Mendy on the phone when when he made that call because it seemed so early to me. That was, it was very quick. And, uh, you know, so usually I have a good rhythm where I look with Mendy and I'm holding them off. Apparently he said something. And then when I went to turn and challenge, it was too late. You were clearly hot for, for good reasons there. Just how frustrating is it in that situation, considering you have replay, you have the ability to go back and look and see if a run scores and it looked as though that run would have scored there. I, I don't think it would have based on what we we're just looking at now and there, but um yeah, very frustrating. I mean, obviously that's a, you know, I'm going to challenge that at that point in the game all day long, but I at least want to give them a chance to to see both in case it's a total moot point. I listened to this clip like three or four times last night and I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Once again, could not believe what I was hearing out of the mouth of Aaron Boone, where he says in one breath when Meredith and, and good for Meredith for asking him the question that needed to be asked. Hey, it's the eighth inning. What are you saving your challenges for? Don't worry about what your guys down the hallway say. Just challenge the play. It's literally the game right there. Did you think about just challenging it immediately? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought about it, but I wanted to give our guys a chance to look at it. That's a play I would challenge all day long immediately. Then why didn't you? You're just so stuck in the, oh, I need to check with my guys in the clubhouse on what they say before I'm allowed to make my next move because you're a robot puppet and your shock collar around your neck will go off if you do anything out of line. Joel Sherman, Joel Sherman nailed it with a tweet right after. Beautiful tweet from Joel Sherman. On a bang bang play for final out in the eighth inning, why are Yankees even calling the replay guy on whether to challenge? Just challenge. 
New York Yankees are so stuck in process, they have lost the feel for the game. It's the final out of the eighth inning. Yes. So stuck in the process is such the right phrasing there because how many times in the postseason uh, conferences after the Yankees got bounced in 2018, 2019, 2020, did Brian Cashman sit there and say how they were happy with our internal process? We trust our internal process and we're so close because we are happy with our process. It's all about process. And as long as the process is on point, they don't really care about the results, even though. The process is not leading to the results we all want. At the end of the day, the crew chief umpire, I forget his name, was was in the wrong as well at the end of the I don't day. care like, about, I'm so done whole, with blaming the umpires. Is, no, I'm not blaming the umpires. I'm just trying to make a point here. They were wrong, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the overwhelming fact is that it doesn't matter. First of all, Boone didn't even think after after hearing about it, he, he said, he said so many different things the same way and different ways. Because he I don't talks even himself in circles. He doesn't at the end. Yes, he talks himself in circles statement. because his brain is broken. I put the Billy Madison, uh, you know, challenge or when they when they did the uh, the competition gif yeah. in there about we are all now, dumber, all now dumber for hearing what you just said because it made no sense. Nothing made sense what you said. He was saying that oh nope they would have that that run wouldn't have scored replay. Yeah. Our guys say that it wouldn't have scored. So then, okay, why did you then get mad for not challenge? It was so confusing. Like, okay, your your guy said that don't do, don't challenge it because the run wouldn't have scored. So then, why are you getting mad about trying to challenge it if you if your guy said it wasn't? It was just it made no sense. And then even afterwards, he said that it wasn't. I mean, clearly, you look at the S replay, uh, it would have. But this is completely missing the point here that it should have been challenged no matter what. Even if that play was like clearly going against you what we've seen from replay this year is that they get it wrong not just this year all the time yeah all the time this so might as well it's the eighth inning you might as well you're not scoring runs this yeah. is the baltimore orioles you better goddamn challenge something to try to get that that run across because runs right now are at a premium for the new york yankees which is f- which is sad it against is the sad. trash bag orioles pitching staff this much is clear Aaron Boone is so completely overmatched and overwhelmed when it comes to managing a baseball game. He is. He just flat out is overmatched. He it's he's getting worse. He's overwhelmed. He's overmatched. He's talking himself in circles with the media because he doesn't know what he is doing. He is not. He doesn't the man know what he's doing, and he's trying job. to rely on other people to tell him what to do. And then what are we doing here? Because it you it might as well be. Any, any, literally anybody could be out there in that seat at that point. If you're, if you're not using what you have seen in your baseball past, whether it's a manager or a player, and you're just completely getting, putting instincts out the window and you're just relying on what people are telling you and process, you have lost it. You have lost the game. You have lost the game. And if that's, if that's not completely apparent after last night, I don't know what, what people are thinking about and what they're watching because it's the most obvious thing. It's right in front of us. This guy is has has lost the feel for any any semblance of baseball acumen that he had at one point is gone. Yeah. And I don't I don't he, know how it comes back because he's so reliant now on other people process and just what is, you know, uh, apparently told that his job is supposed to be rather than what's in front of him and reacting. It's because he was not qualified for this job, but he got it anyway. Okay, so when you hire someone who's underqualified and put them in 
the most prominent managerial position in Major League Baseball. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And they are told by Brian Cashman and everyone else above him in the organization, just trust us. We're going to get you to the promised land. Trust us. You need to be our vehicle to communicate to the players. That's what you're here for. Trust us on all the other stuff. He can't think for himself. He's not allowed to think for himself, and he can't think for himself when it comes to managing a baseball game. He hasn't. He has not developed any skills. He's actually gotten worse because I thought in 2018 he relied a little bit more on the instincts he gained from playing Major League Baseball and then calling Major League Baseball. Because that's exactly what they were. They were instincts. They were instinctual. Now, the it instincts, was without thinking. The instincts have been just completely stripped out of him. He must follow the process or else, as I've said dozens of times, his shot collar will go off. And that's where we are with, with the Yankees and, and this coaching staff and this managerial staff. It sucks. It just fucking sucks. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? We've all gone through a lot over the past year plus with COVID. Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in your area. And it's available worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living happier today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily to see for yourself. Visit betterhelp.com slash bronx21. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. We have a great special offer for our listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash bronx21. One more time, betterhelp.com slash bronx21. So the New York Yankees are, are now they have zero games to lose against the Orioles for the rest of the season. Are you even confident they're going to win these next three? Like, win no, after last the- night, I have, no, I mean, 
The, the way that the season is, though, the way that this team is, maybe they will get motivated off some bullshit like last night. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm, I'm speechless to see how we're doing. All I know is that we got Corey Kluber going out tonight. He's going to throw four innings. Uh, what did um, did Garcia, Davey Garcia last yeah, night? How many strikeouts did he get? Hold on. Four, yeah. so I think he had four. He, he had four no, he pitched, he pitched four innings. Yeah. But he had and, four strikeouts, uh, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, yeah, he gave up the home run to lead off the game. You are right. Four yeah. strikeouts, three walks. It was not a good performance. Six, 65 pitches. I that mean, last walk was also pitching around somebody. So I think he was a little bit better than the line actually showed, you know, anyway, he was fine. He, he was, he could have easily come back out again. I think. Can had, we stop what, calling four innings? Star- yeah. Can we stop calling four inning starts? Fine. No, no, no. He was fine. I'm not saying that. I don't think it was his decision that he went back in. I think he could have, he settled in. I think he was okay. That last walk. Uh, uh, against Ruiz was was pitching around him and and he got out of the inning. So he did he, he pitched around somebody. I'm not chalking that up as a negative. I, I'm chalking that up as actually he he fell behind 2-0 and then just decided to walk the guy and attack the next one it was probably a good decision. So uh, he easily could have gone out there for another inning. It was the Yankees that held him back. So when I'm talking about the player, I'm I'm saying yes, he was it was fine. It wasn't as bad as it looked because the player was not the the person that said I'm not I can't go back out there. It was the Yankees organization saying. We have kid gloves on. We have to make sure that you are are brought along slowly because, oh, by the way, Corey Kluber's pitching tomorrow and he's not going to go into the fifth inning and we're going to have another bullpen day. So here we go. I don't know who's going to win. I don't know when they're going to rebound. I don't know when they're going to change their approach and act like, you know, they're, they just, they can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. And then it magically will, uh, will be better. I don't know. I think at this point, we need Luke Voigt and Miguel Anduar in the lineup for something to change because we just need different people. Uh, the, the whole the whole sort of just change of scenery kind of philosophy there. But shit, Tyler Wade, our shortstop, would be, I mean, literally probably putting up better numbers. And not, I'm not even joking. But it, but but that doesn't solve and the fact defense. that Aaron Judge better defense doesn't solve the fact that Aaron Judge ran into an out ran into the third out of the eighth inning when you're no, trying to make a comeback. No, it doesn't solve the fact that these small things these small things are still continuously happening every single game every single game because why because the team is ill prepared they're not yeah. prepared ill prepared ill coached and ill constructed. Fine, but because they can only win one way, and coaching are hand in hand. How do the Yankees can win? They're, the blueprint for winning is one way. It's walk and hit a home run. That is their blueprint for winning. And if they don't do those things, they lose. They can't win in any other way. They can't win on good base running and good defense and timely hitting. They can't. They must well, win. They don't have that either. So they, they, right. they're they a product the players, of what they've built. Yeah. The Although you go back roster. to 2017 and, and the team, the approach from some of these players was actually very different. So... I, I could I could go back and argue and say they've been coached I mean, the, into the this. The 2017 team. They've been, been pushed into this because I think the talent that itself, the construction of the team, the talent has has gone in a certain way, but the construction of the team and the talent of the team is there. It's there. Of it's course a matter it is. of actually making baseball adjustments. Go look at the 2017 roster. It's night and day to what it was now. Yeah, you have your core guys, but it's really the 2018 team and beyond is what we're talking about. That was when the shift happened. Yeah, no, I know. They got rid of a lot of players that, that should have been, uh, that didn't replace a lot of the core players that they should have replaced in 17. I, I mean, so we uh, we weren't planning on recording. It's just last night's loss was so annoying for a number of reasons. I'm I'm so, 
I'm so done with Aaron Boone. I'm just so freaking done with him as the manager. I do not want him to be the manager anymore. He is not the right man for the job. I do not believe they can win a World Series if he is the manager. He will fuck it up. He will fuck something up in the playoffs before they can win a World Series. You can't tell me otherwise right now. You know what this team has done to us as fans? And this is what's so frustrating. The most, the most frustrating thing of all this, Rich, Rich Muncy tweeted me last night. Instead of getting pissed off at this team, I'm starting to not care. My expectations are pretty low now. And that's sad. That They have beaten not even the fan base into submission in freaking April. In April. And I, you could look at the other side of that and say, Scott, it's April. Yes, you can. But this team has been historically bad historically bad. I think they're the only team in the AL East right now, or the AL, that has not won double-digit games. That's embarrassing. And the, they've the, scored... the way that this team has been put together, the amount of money it's taken to put this team together, you want to talk about money? Again, I'm going to bring up money at this point because now it's very relevant. They're being, they're overpaid, uh, they're overpaid strikeout machines at this. It really is, it's it's a problem. It's a problem. The construction, the way that they was just thought through, and what they're doing right now is a problem because there needs to be accountability for the way that they're approaching this game and not trying to change anything. It's a it's a freaking problem. And they've scored one first inning run all year. One first inning run. So they're just constantly starting out in neutral. It's like never get out of the gate hot. Never give your pitcher a lead. Always must come from behind. And it's extra hard to come from behind when you make outs on the base paths like they did last night. So a little bit of an airing of grievances session for us. I'm sure everyone was pissed off after after Monday's loss. Three more in Baltimore. Like these are supposed to be the games. You got the Baltimore games and the Detroit games before you start to play real teams. So uh, if they don't I know snap, rock bottom is uh, is something that you identify after. I thought it was last week. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you, so this is like, you know, you, you don't know it's there. You know, you don't know you've hit it until you're well past it. And then you can look back and be like, okay, that was rock bottom. But do I, know, I do what hope, was the, I do hope that this was it. So I'm not going to say it was because I believe that this team could probably go get worse because that's all they've shown me this year. And I'm, I'm the freaking eternal optimist here. I'm the, I'm the one that's always looking for the, the glass half full. And it's just very difficult to identify what that is beyond Voight and potentially Miguel Anduar, which is funny. Uh, coming into this roster and changing the approach and just like the mentality a little bit. Like something's got to change. You've got six more games. You've got three against Baltimore, three against Detroit, and then you play three against Houston, three against the Nationals. I know the Nationals are not great, but they do have pitching, and then three against Tampa. It's like if you don't wake up against Baltimore and Detroit, you're not going to wake up against the Astros. Because you know what? As much as we all hate, I don't know could go one of two ways with the Astros, right? It's like, are they going to be motivated to beat Houston because they hate Houston so much? Or are they just going to continue to get stomped by Houston? Because guess what? As much as we all They're hate a bad Houston. baseball team. Yeah. But oh, Houston also has balls. Yeah. Yeah. They're cocky. They got balls. Two things the Yankees really don't have. Three things, because balls and cockiness. <laughs> anyway. It's that's just, gonna, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. That, they need to change. They they need to they need to change. Like right now, you're right. The, this these next games against these next three games against Baltimore, and then this this weekend set um, in Detroit. Gotta change. Gotta come out of the floor with good. these teams. You gotta mop the floor with these teams. You gotta be winning games seven to two. It's like you actually have to look different. You can't just squeak out wins and that sort of thing. All right, that's it for this episode. We'll be back at you later this week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. 
Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.